Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and the photo education and coaching site, Tea with Janae. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. I'm so thrilled to be chatting with Alora Michelle because we take a deep dive into the mindsets of successful entrepreneurs. This episode is so powerful and will give you some great tangible tips on how to get out of your own way and create a really successful business. A little bit about Alora is that she is an expert wedding photographer and educator who believes in strategic marketing and growing a successfully aligned business. She is passionate about living a life she loves and helping others do the same by creating businesses that bring strong brand positioning, marketing, and systems that create balance and healthy boundaries. Alora is also the creator of the Instagram strategy course, Align Your Brand Masterclass, along with other programs, and she is launching a new program in 2022. I'm so excited Laura is here. I absolutely love today's episode, and I hope you guys enjoy it as well. Let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. I have a wonderful guest on the line today. Alora, can you say hi to everyone? Hi, everyone. And thanks for having me, Janae. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for joining us. I'm so excited that you're here. And I love our topic. We're going to be talking about um, inside the mindsets of successful entrepreneurs, which I'm totally obsessed with. (laughs) (laughs) Same, same. (laughs) But before we get started, let's tell everybody a little bit about you, your company and how you got started. Yeah. So it's, I've told the story a million times different ways, but I'm going to like relate this more to the topic. Um, So I started my business officially in 2014, um, but I played around with it for years since like 2011, you know, picked up a camera, took a college course and took pictures of trees and grass. I mean, you know, super fun, super legit. And, um, you know, everyone, my family members, friends are like, oh my gosh, you're such a great photographer, you know, taking pictures of like rain and dew drops. I felt like I was just so good. Right. Um, but when it came to like clients and people asking me to take pictures of them or their family or people, I guess I was really like hesitant about it. So I was struggling like really hard with the very thing that I will be talking about today, which is having an entrepreneurial mindset. And it's funny because that was not a thing you talked about back then. We just kind of encompass everything with imposter syndrome, which can and cannot be the case, but there's like, you can break it down. And I love breaking things down because it's easier for me to see things on a chart or like call something out specifically and be like, oh, that's imposter syndrome. Like, no, that's having, you know, a scarcity mindset or this and that. But anyway, so I taught myself, um, 
let's see, back in 2014, when I was like, all right, let's do this. I'm married. We need some income. I probably should start photographing people. So I taught myself branding and marketing and took it to a whole nother level, like just going on steam because obviously making little to no money for two years and what seemed like forever, all the strategies ended up working all at once. So I ended up booking 30 clients three days after I came home from the hospital with my daughter, Ella. Oh my gosh. So, uh, yeah, imagine being home alone all day and answering phone calls and like setting up your Dubsado because you didn't have a CRM because you didn't need a CRM when you have five clients a year. Uh, so <laughs> everything was so crazy. And um, yeah, it's been crazy kind of ever since having kids. And I've never actually, I think, had a really successful business without kids. So I've had to learn so many things, mindset, work-life balance, and all that other great stuff. So it's been a ride, but it's been fun. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, we talk about a lot of these topics on the show. So scarcity mindset, having abundance mindset, how to work with kids. We've got episodes for all these things, but I'm glad that you're here today, you know, because I feel like mindset is such a powerful tool, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's so you really truly need it. And the fact I mentioned this a dozen times, but like in 2020, I really took the time to like understand my own mindset and work on it. And like, I've had the biggest shifts in my entire life. Um, I was give you know, I look at it as being given the gift of time mm-hmm. uh, to really like sit and think and figure stuff out. So I, I'm super pumped. <laughs> <laughs> Same. So, so um, let's talk about, you know, maybe you could just sort of explain to people who are listening, who don't know what the heck we're talking about, you know, what, <laughs> what is an ent- entrepreneurial mindset? And then, you know, why is it important for us to succeed? Oh, my gosh. Um, So many things. Well, in general, I looked up the definition mindset because I wanted to make sure this was like very clear, very frank. Um, And so I looked it up and mindset was like one line, the established set of attitudes held by someone. And it's a noun. So I was like, oh, okay. So then I looked into it again um, and I saw another definition was mindset is a cognitive belief system consisting of interrelated beliefs, assumptions, and knowledge that we use to process information, inform our decisions, and guide our behavior. So entrepreneurial mindset is a specific set of beliefs, knowledge, and thought processes. And that's why um, it's so important because it doesn't just relate to you being a great person, being healthy, self-care. It relates to the business and how it helps you be healthy in order to run this business and make it successful. Um, so having an entrepreneurial mindset, there's so many things that kind of go into it. Um, there's they, Some people make up their own. There's like seven, there's five, there's three. I personally believe that there are four non-negotiables in order to run a business successfully. But in general, an entrepreneurial mindset is kind of like you having to really take control of yourself and your thoughts, the way that you operate, and just being accountable for yourself. I feel like now in this like time and age where we have so much information and we're all about ourselves and self-care and stuff, people kind of like, oh, well, this is how I feel, so I'm not going to do that. Or I don't feel like doing this, so I'm not. Or I don't know why everyone's against me. And so having like a specific mindset that you have to constantly shift to kind of keeps you accountable for that instead of just making excuses and complaining. And personally, 
Um, I don't know if you're an Enneagram three, but I am. And complaining is like my biggest pet peeve. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Like literally my husband goes to the gym all the time. He's like, oh my gosh, my body hurts. And I'm just like, okay, well then take a shower, take a bath. There's Epsom salt over there. Like find a solution. Okay. I'd love to hear how your body's in so much pain every night, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of like the basics of it. It's basically all in your mind. And it's so important for success because if you never get past your mindset, you can't do anything. You literally can't do anything. If you tell yourself that I'm not good in X, Y, Z, then you'll never try X, Y, and Z. Um, you know, and that's how businesses are kind of formed, either from a hobby or something you really tried at or something you were really good at, something that was creative and kind of out of the box, like all the things that these mindset things tackle. If you can't even think that you can do it or you're afraid of failing or you just think, oh, that's not going to happen for me, it can happen for them, you'll never try and you'll never do anything. So it's it's imperative that you fix these things in your head before you even try to tackle the big things, which is the work. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh gosh. Well, I'm an Enneagram eight wing seven. So I don't, I don't know that I, I agree with you. I hate complaining. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I mean, it's just like, a, I think a, a natural thing, but I think with yeah. my Enneagram, I'm like, just find a solution. Like yeah. there's always a way, like yeah. when people say like they can't do stuff. I'm like, Oh my God, it's so easy. But I know <laughs> like, that's just my brain. You know, but then I, I need other help with other things. So like, you know, it's really funny that you said that, but I agree. I think, look, we would not be having this discussion on this podcast if I was still in my scarcity mindset of nobody wants to learn from me. So mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like I had to overcome my imposter syndrome and my mindset of like, I'm just this little girl from New York and nobody wants to listen to me. Mm-hmm. And then I had this epiphany or this revelation or this really breakthrough where I was like, you know what? People do. And mm-hmm. even if I help one person, that's enough for me. And then through the power of this podcast, I help hundreds of people <laughs> all yeah. the time, every week in their home, in their car, in their house. And it was a mindset shift, you know? Mm-hmm. And and then, you know, when people write into the show and they said that they, you know, they did X, Y, and Z because of this episode, that for me is everything. But if I was still scared <laughs> to put myself out there, we wouldn't be here today. So I think this is such a powerful topic and people really need to to really open their minds to changing mm-hmm. their mindset. Oh, I believe that wholeheartedly. And yes, it's true. A lot of people are afraid to start a podcast. And the first thing they say is, nobody wants to listen to me or there's so many other podcasts. And I always just say, well, why not you? Mm-hmm. Why not you? Mm-hmm. Why somebody else not you? Right. Yeah. And you'll never, and what you said before is that you'll never know unless you try. Look, if nobody listened to this, would I have a hundred episodes later? No, probably not, but I do, (laughs) you know, like we're here. So it's just, you never know. And you got to do it. You have to look before you, you know, leap and then see what happens. So you Mm -hmm. said you have four, four, four non-negotiables. I need to know what they are. Yes, of course. (laughs) I have them all ready for you. (laughs) So the first one is abundance versus scarcity mindset, which means, okay, so with photographers or in the, just in any industry in general, this is like the first one I feel. So like when you have an idea and you're like, Ooh, let me do this. And that first thing, if you're struggling with scarcity, that will be the first thing that comes up. But if you've already conquered scarcity, then you'll just trigger that into an abundance. So for years, when I first started it, I was like, the world doesn't need another photographer. The world doesn't need another wedding photographer. 
Um, I'm not special. Um, there's so many other people out there. They're going to be chosen. I'm okay if I just have one wedding a year. Like, that's okay for me. And, you know, I, and it, it's weird because, like, you limit yourself to give yourself security. It's almost like so your mind sometimes will keep you safe to protect you. And so you have to tell your mind, I don't need to be safe. I don't need to be protected. I'm going to go do something crazy, right? And that's like the other ones, like the risk mindset, but we'll get into that. But the scarcity mindset will keep you thinking that not me, I can't, you know, someone else. And then abundance is like, it can happen for me. It can happen for you. It can happen for everyone. There's more than enough success to go around. There are no limitations. Mm -hmm. And so that is such a freeing mindset just in general. And so you have to practice it. I'm not going to say it comes naturally. Like, oh my gosh, yeah, everyone, let's go. We're all in this together. We're all going to split weddings and blah, blah, blah. Like, no, it's, it's so scary because your mind's protecting you. So I feel like the older you get in life and the more that you conquer these things, that's how people become more confident and wise and successful. But this is a big one. So, you know, a lot of photographers will say that the the market is saturated. That is a scarcity mindset. I hate it. I can't stand it. Oh Every gosh, time I hear preach it, it, girl, preach it. Or I go bananas. <laughs> I'm like, um, okay, so there are 7 billion people in the world and you're telling me that 7 billion people is how many you need to run a business? No, you need 25 or less. Some of us want less, 25 or less weddings a year to be booked. And you're telling me that you can't get 25 people. Like, like literally all the photographers are going to take it to where you can't even have 25, 20 people, 15 and then you're kind of like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, there's 7 billion people. You don't need that many. You just need a few, mm-hmm. you know? And sometimes people book last minute. I've had so many bookings this year that were so last minute. And I was just like, am I burned out? Uh, yeah, I'll take this one. You know, that's that's. there's more than enough to go around. We all deserve this. We are all, we are all deserving. We all can have this. There are no limits. So it's like taking the limits off of everything and taking this like, be safe and be small. It's no, it's, it's, it's something that we can't help but do. But once you practice being like, don't worry about it. Like that can happen for me. Oh, it didn't happen this time. It'll happen next time. You have to just reframe constantly, but it's a big one. Yeah. Um, What did you say? You said, um, play safe, small to play safe or something. I got, I was on a tangent. Oh yeah. I know. (laughs) That is like that hit home, right? That's like, Play small to be safe. It's like, no, 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 You got to be play big. <laughs> you got to, you want to be a big fish. Like it, I, I think what you just said is, is so important just for people to let, let that sink in, let that marinate. Right. Because for a while there, I think a big term was saturated market. Mm. So saturated. People aren't hiring me. Oh. Actually, they're not hiring you because you're not, you're not putting yourself out there. You're, you're playing small. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're all different. We're all different photographers. We all have different points of view, different skills, different ways of shooting. And that all makes us unique. And your client will find you if you put yourself out there. So true. This yeah. plays into marketing, but this is the first step. Like I feel like mindset is the first huge entrepreneurial block before all the other things can even get there. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. see how that they play together. Yeah, they do. They totally they do. do. All right. So that was the first one. What's the second one? Second one is failure. So stop fearing failure. I couldn't find a way 
too else describe this because risk is like the last one, but not being afraid, I guess, fearless then fearless, mm-hmm. not, not like being that. afraid of failure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's so good because it's like, naturally, this is another, your mind will protect you from this. You don't want to fail. What? I used to not do sports because I'm like, so, oh my God, my hand-eye coordination is, is, is embarrassing. I have two athletic parents. I have athletic sisters. And me, I'm just good at making money. I could barely catch a ball. I can't even kick a ball. Literally, they wanted to skip me in gym class. They're like, oh my God, Allure's in the ball. <laughs> like, it was so bad. It's fine. I know my limits. <laughs> um, it's, athletic is just not in there. But it's fine, though, because after a while, I did stop fearing it. Failure in terms of that. Um, being willing to fail. Because without failure, there's no learning. And without learning, there's no growth, which plays into the next mindset. Even though risk is scary, like being stagnant is worse, right? So like never doing anything because you're like, oh, I don't want to fail. So I'm just going to stay here. I'm going to go back. It's like, it's it's constantly like taking yourself back when you know you naturally want to go forward. And so the more that you believe that you're going to fail, the more likely it is that you will. Because if you keep this mindset of, oh, well... (sighs) Let me not try that because it's going to be awful. Well, the thing is, is that when you're ever put in that position where you need to exercise something and because you haven't failed, you won't know the solution. So like a lot of photographers deal with this one because they are afraid to fail at a wedding, right? Or I don't know, SD cards, something. And I always say, okay, okay, well then plan for the worst. Bring an extra camera or two, have two SD cards running at the same time back it up on multiple hard drives. Don't even overwrite the SD card, put it in a beautiful Ziploc bag to the corner. Their images are so secure because you're taking all the precautions. So instead of worrying about failure, why don't you just have a backup plan, mm-hmm. you know, or um, yeah, just top-notch security, if you will. Right. Um, you know, and I've had, I've had photographers where their hard drives have failed and things have happened, but I'm like, did you take all the precautions or did you, were you just kind of you know, being a little mindless about things. So, and it's fine. They learn the next time they're like, I am now triple backing up everything after this. Yeah. You know, and the worst thing is, yes, the clients get upset. You know, you probably give them something for free, you know, and in your head, you're like, oh my God, I'm never going to do this again. You just learned a lesson. Yeah. Yeah. So the third one is a growth mindset. And so this is fixed versus growth mindset. So fix says that a situation is the way it is. It will never change no matter what you do. Like this is, this is my reality. This is fact. Okay. And usually people with a fixed mindset do think that this is fact and it's just crazy to me. And so all the creatives that have like conquered this are like, you know, if you want change, you have to create change. You have to make impact. If you want to, if you want to work hard, you, you'll have success. You just adapting to like feedback strategies and just keep going off of like, you know, the, the ambition that you're putting towards this, like you can change your reality and a fixed mindset is like, this is my reality. So the thing about it is this is important for, I feel like anybody, but I mean, especially photographers, if we're talking to photographers, because, you know, this kind of also can go back to like scarcity mindset as well. So like, now that you've conquered that now, how are we going to move forward to where we can, now that good can come to you, now that you have abundance, how can you make that abundance grow? How can we create something and work hard at something that's going to bring us whatever it is that we want, which is probably success or, uh, you know, clients. And I feel like growth mindset also plays a little bit into marketing as well. But 
that is important because it's like putting in the effort and not just believing. Now it's time to have a set some goals, maybe five-year goals, maybe tomorrow goals, maybe short-term, long-term, all that jazz. I think that all plays into having a growth mindset because now that you believe it can happen, let's plan to make it happen. Let's make change, right? Yeah. And the yeah, last I was, one, I was going to say, and sorry to interrupt you one second. No, go ahead. Did you ever read the book mindset? Like, um, if you haven't read it, I think I've mentioned this a long time ago, <laughs> probably when I was getting into mindset, but there's a book about mindset and understanding the difference between a fixed and a growth mindset. And it's so eye opening mm. because I have like friends and family members that are like, oh no, you can never do that. No, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like a fixed mindset, right? Like a scarcity plus a fixed mindset, but a growth mindset, which I definitely have is, well, how can I solve this problem? Like, how Mm -hmm. can I change this narrative to work in my favor? And, you know, how can I make that no a yes? And I know throughout my career, I've been doing this almost 12 years, is that when you get a no, I used to be so upset, right? Like just like sharing a personal story. Like I would be so upset, like they hate me. No one's ever mm-hmm. going to hire me. But like one no for like a date that was really popular turned into a yes to like another booking for the same date for like one of the best weddings I've ever shot that got me so much press and clients. So like being in this like open abundance growth mindset and seeing that stuff like this is a win is, is really vital because, Mm -hmm. you know, like if you look, if you in this for the long haul, which hopefully a lot of you are, your career (laughs) is going to have this like ebb and flow, you know what I mean? And having a growth mindset is really going to help you like get over the nose, get over the things that go down. How can I fix this? How can I make this better? How, how can I learn and grow from this experience? So I, I love that you said that. So yeah, I, I told you I could talk about this all day. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. I would love to. I, I feed off of this because I feel like it's so, so important. And honestly, these mindsets affect you as a person too. So not just in like your business, it, they happen to benefit your business, but like you as a person, I feel like would just be naturally glowing with positivity and just like this welcoming personality because you just believe that, you know, you're not against anyone. You're for everyone. You're not, I don't know, the, the, the mean girls or anything like that. Like you yeah. can't sit with us. Um, you can't just more, you, you can sit with us. Yeah. It's just, it's just more of, um, I don't know, a vibrant community when all of us kind of conquer these things and do the work as I love saying, um, because yeah. And that kind of plays into the last one. So ending it with my favorite one, this is the risk mindset. And this is the one I never had a problem with. I had a problem with failure mindset a ton. Cause I'm an Enneagram three and it's just hard in the club to fail. It's really hard. It's literally detriment to my health. Like I literally can't move on. It's, it's insane, but Risk is like, I, I live and breathe risk. I'm not afraid to break the rules, think outside the box, figure out how I can be the answer to a solution. And so this one though, if you're not naturally like entrepreneurial, which I had entrepreneurial parents. So they were like, you can do anything. You Why don't you work for yourself? Like da, 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 da. And I was always like, I can't, I don't have any money. Like can't pay my bills. Like it's hard being an entrepreneur. And now I'm like obsessed with it. Anyway, so the risk mindset is, there's not being afraid, which kind of plays into like the freedom aspect too. But I love this in a way that you can make this a little fun. So like if you have conquered the scarcity mindset, maybe instead of like 
thinking about if you were thinking about the limitations like okay well there is a lot of this okay great let's go into risk let's break some rules here let's think outside the box what is the industry missing that i can that i can offer and how can i be the answer to this mm -hmm. how can i offer something unique that sets me apart from everybody else because the thing about all of this if you are uniquely yourself then you will never struggle with any of these mindsets because nobody else can be you like you there's no way your mind can even like um try to keep you safe from that i mean unless you're afraid to be yourself and i i don't know what to tell you i think <laughs> when i hit 29 i was like this is me and i'm unapologetic and right. 30 just keeps going down that road but <laughs> that's just i don't know that is what it is like once you just realize like nobody else can be me that is my superpower and I'm going to brand that and I'm going to make plans and I'm going to do this. And, you know, but also looking at something someone else is doing that is great, but being like, hmm, how can I put my own spin on that? Because I would do it this way because I don't know, I'm me. So I love all of these. I think they're just imperative, but um, I'm probably going to listen to this myself every <laughs> once in a while. Um but yeah, they're so important for just like your entrepreneurial success and even just like your personal success as a person in the day-to-day -day life. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So let's go over it one more time. It was abundance. Yes. Uh, the second one was, what was it? Fearless. Fearless, right. We renamed it fearless. <laughs> yes, we did. Growth versus okay. fixed mindset. So growth and then risk. Okay. All right. So we've got the four. So now that we know the four, you know, non-negotiables. Sure. How can we practice these um, in our daily life? Like, how can we start harnessing the power of our mindset um, for our business? Okay. I don't want to say this again, but I do. Do the work. <laughs> no. <laughs> but changing your mindset is something you have to practice. You have to exercise it just as much as you practice doing sports. Like, anytime something pings in your head that's negative, reframe it. And you're going to have to practice that. So I haven't read the book Atomic Habits, but I heard it's like a winner. Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with habits. Like if I put something in my calendar, it's happening. Whether I'm sick, whether I'm dying, it's happening. It's mm -hmm. happening. So, you know, but I know a lot of people need, like, I was just shocked. My husband was like, yeah, it takes like seven days, I think, to form a habit and actually stick to it. So let's do a seven-day challenge then. If you are struggling with any of these four things, for seven days, why don't you practice? If you have to put, and I think this is why in those like um, self-help things, they put like those sticky notes on their mirror. Like, you got this. You're incredible. Maybe reading that every day kind of like reframes your mind. Maybe, maybe this is the thing that they're talking about. I'm sorry. I just had like a <laughs> light bulb moment. <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait a minute. This is why. So let's just do seven days where you practice. Um, if you, well, I guess look up also, there's other, there's also other mindset things, but like based on these four, um, if you have something, that's like the market, market is saturated. Why don't you put a post-it note or something or have something somewhere in your notes by your nightstand that says, you know, what's, what will come, like good things will come to me, or there's room, there's room for me. There's more than enough you know, I can be successful too. And maybe practicing that, exercising that until it automatically starts like ingraining in your head. And I did hear that if you say something out loud, there's an 80% chance that it'll stick in your brain versus you just writing it down. Yeah. I don't remember I where I heard that. 
Well, I'm not sure, but I have a, a mindset coach. Um, and what I do daily, I don't know if I've ever said this, but <laughs> what I do is I write out my daily goals. I have 10 mm. goals that I write out every day in the present tense as if they've happened. And, and then I say, um, you know, I think of things that I have to work on and I write them out. And I also say them um, out loud. And then I have daily reminders on my calendar that pop up, mm. um, which are great because, uh, no, not on my calendar, sorry, in my phone. So I set an alarm and it says, you know, today I've made uh, 15K from many sources, right? Like I didn't make 15K today, but I'm gonna. And then it's Love like, it. so basically it's just setting, when you say something out loud and when you re- see it every day and you remind yourself every day, your neural pathways start to change. You're creating a new um, story in your head that your brain will start to believe is true. And you will subconsciously start believing this. So it's pretty incredible, right? Like you, you're tricking your brain, you're reframing mm. your mindset to be more positive by just doing a couple of affirmations and daily, uh, some daily work, you know, doing the work which will benefit you in the long run. So I've been doing this for almost two years now. And like, I just wake up and I'm like, I'm grateful for today. I give thanks to the universe. And then I'll do my affirmations and then I'll do my work for the business and like, you know, my money goals and all this stuff, but doing all this stuff together, like, you know, doing one thing might be great, but adding more and more and more when you feel more comfortable is going to be helpful. So I love the seven day challenge, like whatever you're struggling with the most, you could just write to yourself, I belong, you know, and like, I'm, mm. I, 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 you know, there's room for me at the top. Like, that's a simple affirmation. Like there's room for me in your city. Like there, you know, there are plenty of uh, people looking for me, you know, like you can just mm-hmm. um, make some affirmations like that. I have to think of it, but yeah, I'll, I'll, by the end of the show, I'll think of a couple of affirmations, but I think that that's such a good way just to start slowly retraining your brain reframing it to be mm-hmm. in this abundance mindset. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And it just, I think exercising that is going to be the biggest thing. You have to get in the habit of just not settling and changing. So if you're ready to like, I mean, you know, start changing the way that you think and seeing how this works. Cause I mean, you said, Janae, you've been doing this for two years, right? Mm-hmm. And do you feel completely different than you were two years ago? Oh, a hundred percent. Oh yeah. Crazy. Oh yeah. My prices have like doubled. My clientele has changed. I, you know, I mean, in the beginning of the show, I said I was playing small. I was Mm. playing small for a really long time because of my scarcity mindset. I was playing small in my business. I was playing small in my education, helping other people. But I have broken through all of that stuff. Um, It didn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Of course. You did the work. (laughs) Yeah, I'm doing the work. I do the work every day. Um, because it has to be a habit, you know, mm-hmm. it has to be part of who you are. And when I don't do it, I feel it, you know, yeah. I'm like, oh, things aren't going well. Why aren't they going well? Oh, because I didn't sit down and, and do what I needed to do mm-hmm. to basically recenter myself and reframe my thoughts. So like if things were, were going great and then all of a sudden I start slacking, you know what I mean? And I think mm-hmm. that's the point even when things are going good, you still have to do it and you have to keep changing your stuff. Like there were goals where I was like, Oh, I'm going to work at this venue. So I'd write every day, you know, I'm going to work at this venue. I'm going to work at this venue or I have worked at this venue or I shot a a wedding at this venue. And then like four months later, 
I get an inquiry for the venue and I'm like, no. oh my gosh, it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. And then, and then I like book me and I'm like, holy moly, it has come to fruition. <laughs> you know, like it's stuff like that where it's not overnight, but mm-hmm. you know, every day the practice will lead to good things. And I don't know if for those of you who follow me on Instagram, I post all the time how I find money everywhere. And for a long time, my mother told me that it was from my grandma. Like she's like, oh, your grandma's leaving you money. But then I realized after working with my business and my mindset coach, no, actually I have the power to find money and create money all the time in my life. So I find pennies almost every day. And when I find like silver, <laughs> like quarters, I found a $20 bill in last winter. I found a $5 bill. Like I know that money is flowing to me and it's like this power that I have and, and it's happening. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, you guys should, because it's just, I get all these DMs from people who I have inspired. And when they find money, they send me their pictures. They're like, look what I found today. I'm like, oh yeah, this is great. So it's a movement. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so crazy. That's so cool though. I never even thought about something like that. That's amazing. Yeah, good. Oh, okay. So, so you asked me if things have changed for me. What about you? You know, I would love to hear you share with our listeners you know, from your experiences, you know, how has this mindset benefited uh, you and your business? Oh, great. I didn't write this down, but I'd love (laughs) to share. (laughs) So I think like I have conquered the abundance versus scarcity mindset in when I was in a certain price range. And so when I doubled my prices after like COVID, I went down the hill. Like I was 21 again. I was like, Oh my gosh, no one's going to book me at these prices. Oh my goodness. I need to do something different. Is my work even good enough? Are they even going to like me? And so when I tell you, I went through all of these things and more with receipts, I did. I had friends. I'm like, you're totally worth it. But the only reason why I raised my prices is a wedding planner came up to me and was like, girl, you need to raise your prices. And then I found out that I was the lowest paid person at a very high profile wedding. Like, (laughs) I mean, pennies anyway, but then like the wedding planner was paid like 20 K and I was like, Oh wow. Mm." But my images were the ones that everybody was pestering for. I had to do sneak peeks like within 24 hours and there was press and stuff. And I'm just like, why in the world did I think it was okay to charge like I don't know, pennies. I, I would say the number, but I feel like there would be so much judgment. People are like, what the heck, Alora? But, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, that I was going through and I conquered that and it felt so freeing. And uh, like immediately I felt so, I can't even, like I felt like I was really worth what I charged when people started booking it without even blinking. And I was just like, oh my God, what have I been limiting myself from? Right. Why did I give myself limitations in this price range when I've been, I mean, of course I've shot it comfortably for years, but that's what it was. I was comfortable. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to have to go through all of that again, but I think personally, we have to struggle with these mindsets every time we try something new. It's not, I don't think it's something you could just conquer. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. I think- um, like uh, your story actually makes me think like you went through your fearless mindset, right? Like you got over your fear. Oh God. Yeah. Of like doubling your prices because you knew, I mean, if you have outside people telling you you're worth it, you have to work on the mindset to be like, I am worth it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, For For sure. sure. Yeah. And I was so afraid nobody would book me, which obviously I think that's a failure mindset, which is the, you know, the fear, like they're just fearless in general. I was like, I cannot. And my husband be like, well, why not? 
he doesn't even know the industry, but he's like, why can't you do that? And I was like, I don't know. I just can't. I don't even have an answer for this. <laughs> um, uh, you just have to break through it. It's so yeah. good. So I think uh, you have someone like your husband to, to push you through, even though he might not know the ins and outs of the wedding industry. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, Just do it, dude. Like all they can do is say no. I know. And you're like, no, is really that is no really that scary? Like, am I going to put my whole life on hold just for two letters? <laughs> I love a no. I got to tell you, I said it before. I love a no. It's like, okay, great. I love a no. Better, it's going to come along. Right. Well, I, I mean, if it, yeah. I mean, if it wasn't meant for you, then, you know, something else will come. That's how you had to tell yourself that wasn't, that wasn't for me. That was probably for somebody else. Yeah. But in a good way. Yeah. Because yeah. you know why I love a no? Because a no means a better yes is coming. Right. Cute. And love that, it. <laughs> like that's, that's the mindset you guys got to get, you have to get to. Is that mm-hmm. when someone tells you no, you're like, okay, that's cool, girl. Something else is coming and it's going to be better for me. And that, and that's what I want. You know, I want, and I want for you guys too. Like, I want you to have your dream clients. I want you to have your dream couples. I want you to work with your dream planners. Like, I want all mm-hmm. that for you, but you have you have to believe in yourself. And if you don't believe in yourself, well, then Alora and I can't help you. Like we just, <laughs> you know, it's you time know, to hire a coach. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I always love to give. You know, we have so many tips and great uh, tangible things to do in here. But before we end each show, I'd like to have you know three tangible tips for for people to take away, like they can write down or put in their notes for their listening. You know, to have so they can work on right away. Mm. What would be three things that you would want to share for people to do to start working on this? Yeah. Well, I think I like the idea that on the spy kind of came up with a seven day challenge. So that'll be number one. <coughs> do the work. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be like, oh, after they get off this episode, be like, oh my God, just I have to do the work. So Laura can shut up. So <laughs> do the work. Um, and then for seven days, like try this, try this where you just put positive things around you or in your, like, like you have um, notifications on your phone going off. I love that. Mm-hmm. Like if I can have that every hour, just be like, you're amazing. Good will come to you. You'll never fail. Actually, I will fail. Failure leads to learning. <laughs> Failure leads to success, you know? And so having those things or practicing or reading them out loud, whatever it is, like keep it up by your desk, your nightstand, your mirror, whatever you need. I feel like just practicing that for a week and seeing how that automatically changes the way that you feel, the way it, you approach everything in life, business, family, whatever. Um, and then surrounding yourself with like-minded people, like in your community. Mm-hmm. So um, you are the five people that you hang out with consistently. Okay. We've all heard this. So who are those five people? What are their personalities? What are they saying with their words? How, how are they speaking with their body language? Whether you like it or not, you adapt to your environment. Like a lot of the things that we learn could be from our parents, but a lot, a good percentage of who we are is our environment. I think they said like 70%, which is wild to me. So be mindful that you surround yourself with people that you admire or would like to become, or they're at where, you know, where you would like to be or people that are just more ambitious than you, because it will really help you be accountable as well as push you. Because when you stay with a safe crowd that never wants to do anything else, then you're going to make yourself smaller to be safe when really, you know, you want to do bigger and better things, rich, reach higher heights where mm-hmm. you can rich. <laughs> um, and I usually surround myself with people that are way more successful than me like more successful than I can kind of imagine because it it keeps me ambitious and it keeps me accountable. And it's like, Laura, you can probably get here if you keep X, Y, and Z. Just keep going, keep going. You're going to get there because so-and-so has done it. So-and-so has done it. And these are things that they have done. They've telling you that they're telling you how to do it. They're giving you the knowledge. So all you have to do is do the work, right? 
Um, so yes, that is a big one who you surround yourself with. Um, and the last thing I'm going to say is just, you know, get out there, make a whole lot of mistakes, get dirty, get scrappy, get busy. Don't be afraid of like whatever comes in your path because fear will really cripple you of everything in life. Fear will, I mean, think about agoraphobia where like people can't ever leave the house could you, and they're afraid to leave the house. Like, could you imagine all the things that those, you know, they could see if they just went outside and breathed in the fresh air and just, you know, so if you're busy just going out there, pushing, reaching goals, doing the affirmations, getting out of your comfort zone, trying to do something unique, it'll be easier and easier. It'll be second nature. And guess what? You're going to grow quickly and you become super successful. Yeah. I love it. Oh my gosh. I feel so made up motivated and I love this. I love this episode. Oh my gosh. It's so good. <laughs> you have to come back on. I'm like, yes. Booking you right now. Yes. <laughs> so, let's so let's tell everybody where they can find out more about you online and work with you and um, tell us a little bit about what you offer. Oh my gosh. Okay. So my Instagram is Rochelle. There's not very many Alora's out there. So um, it's A-L-O-R-A dot, and I'm pretty sure I'll show up, but Rochelle with two L's. Um, I actually have a podcast too called Align with Alora, but I had a son this year during COVID and I love that. So I'm getting back on the train this winter after this crazy wedding season. Um, but there are like a couple episodes you can binge if you want to. Um, and this coming winter, I'm going to be launching a group coaching program for photographers. I'm really, really, really excited. So alorachelle.com slash education. If you want to get in the wait list for that, we're going to be tackling all things from mindset, branding, marketing, and then even client processes, because I don't know, it's the things that I'm passionate about and I'm motivated if you're motivated. And if you're not motivated, we got to get through those blocks and it's going to be great. It's going to be fun. Let's rise together. <laughs> I love that. Awesome. Well, these all the links will be in the show notes. You guys can just swipe on up right now. Click on the links. Uh, go follow Alora. Find out more about her coaching services and let her know you listened to today's episode. Yay. Alora, thank you so much. This has been so incredible. And like I said, I can't wait to have you back on the show. Oh my gosh. I'd love to be back. Thank you for having me. This is fun. Well, that's it, you guys. I hope you liked today's episode. I want to give a big shout out and a huge thank you to Alora for being here. It was such a pleasure to get to know you and chat with you. And I could talk about mindset all day long. If you guys want to find out more about Alora and her services, please swipe on up, click on the show notes and let her know you listened to today's episode. All right, you guys, I can't wait to share our next cup of tea together. Bye.